98 FM. Hi guys, this is Dan from These Wicked Rivers. You're listening to Stuart Pink on Phoenix FM. Phoenix 98 FM. It's early as you're listening to the As Yet Untitled Rock Show with me, Stuart Pink, on Phoenix FM. And joining me via the power of the internet is Dan Southall from These Wicked Rivers. Hello, Dan. How you doing, Stuart? You all right, mate? I'm good. Thank you for joining me. No, well, no worries, no worries. Surfing the web to be here in uh, the Pink House Studios, a.k.a. my bedroom. Are <laughs> <laughs> you the, uh, the drummer from um, what's described as a riff-laden rock and roll band from Derby, These Wicked Rivers? Is that right? That's me. Yes, guilty as charged. That's <laughs> yeah, charged <laughs> with uh, with awesome drumming riffs and, and etc. <laughs> uh, it's a four piece band. Wicked these wicked rivers. Yes, four piece. Yeah, dr- uh, myself behind the kit, and then we've got uh, two guitarists up front. One of which is also our frontman uh, and our and our and our bassist on the other side. Just the four, nice and simple. Yeah, yeah, nothing nothing overly complicated about us. Sound engineers quite like us for that. Yeah, you don't go to some random harmonica player or something, <laughs> turning up confusing matters. <laughs> yeah, no, no, key, no keyboards or anything like that. Just, uh, just all the stuff required to make some rock and roll. That's all. Oh, that's that's all you need. Isn't it? That's all we need. Yeah, how yeah. did uh, how did you guys get together? These wicked rivers. Um, so it's been um, nearly six years now, um, and John F. Rockman, um was doing a lot of open mic stuff, but he's always been a songwriter as well. Um, and he'd written some stuff that he thought would be, you know, quite, would work quite well in a, in a band type of environment. So me and him had been in a band together before. So he, he, he gave me a bell and said, you want to just come and hit some drums for me down at a practice room? And I did. And, and I liked the stuff he'd come, he'd come up with. A couple of the, a couple of those tracks that he'd written are on our first EP, uh, The Enemy. Oh, yeah. Um, and, then, um, and then basically it was about, do, do I agree with him? Do I think that what he's written could become a band and shall we go and try and find uh, other musicians? Uh, and, and we did, and we got in touch with uh, a friend, who, another friend who we've been in a band with before in, in John, John Hallam, um, who, who joined as our bassist. And then um, Hartwell met Aaron uh, in, a, in a field in Derbyshire at Why Not Festival. Uh, they got on, <laughs> they got on pretty well. Um, nice. And, and he invited him, he invited him along to come and have a jam. And, um, and, and that, that chemistry worked really really well at the uh, at the first time of asking so that was the that was how the band formed um and, and right. we went on from there and we started i think we started we started jamming in the february and started gigging in the october of 2014 oh wow pretty pretty quick pretty quickly because some of the ideas were already there from john's point of view and yeah. then you'd got um and then you'd got aaron who had his own ideas um as well that he'd been sat on um, so he just brought them into the environment and we, and we went from there and, and, and fortunately it all meshed together pretty quickly. Nice. So is there a mix of influences in the band or the three of you sort of, uh, knew each other and, and Aaron came along later? Uh, well, no, actually, well, when Hallam was, when Hallam was in the band, there was a, a very, very much a very wide ranging, um, list of influences. Uh, you know, Aaron's, Aaron's very much more driven by, uh, the classic rock kind of vibe and the um, sort of like the seventies and eighties stuff. Like He's very him. much into his cream I and his like Floyd and, and and stuff like that. And that's where he was brought up on. Yeah. Um, you know, not, not, not saying that that limits his scope or anything, but for, for people like me and Hallam, you know, me and Hallam had played together uh, in uh, in like a technical 
a technical metal band as well. So, you, you know, we, we've got oh, really yeah. wide-ranging influences. And Hartwell, as I said, does a lot of um, acoustic open mic stuff and he's very much into his into his John Mayer um, and, and, and other artists like that, Gary Clark Jr. So, you know, oh, yeah. we've got a, a really wide spectrum of, of what, what we listen to and what, what, what we enjoy. A real fusion. Does that yeah, absolutely, reflect yeah. itself in, in, in your songwriting process, do you think? Uh, I think I think so. Yeah, very much. Particularly, um, particularly with Sam on board. Now we, we lost. Uh, Hallam left the band uh, a couple of years ago, and, and Sam Sam came in, and and Sam's influences uh, are, are very are very much aligned with uh, with ours. You know, he listens to a lot of Black Sabbath, um, and he enjoys and he enjoys some of the heavier stuff as well. Um, but when when the four of us are writing together, it, it, it clicks quite quickly, and I always think that's a really good sign of, of, of obviously four guys that are that are on the same page, really. Oh yes, definitely. So there's not much cut then from the uh, from the studio floor. Uh, I wouldn't say that. There's some there's some pretty funny outtakes from, from <laughs> the uh, from the recording process. Yeah. Um, you know, it's always. It's always fun when you go to slide into a solo and come up, come up a note short, and it's it's horribly out. Um, <laughs> but but in terms of, no, in terms of writing, you know, we tend to write quite quickly. We tend to have a, a, one of the guys comes in with an idea, um, and, and we know pretty quickly whether or not that idea is something we should stick with, or whether it's whether it is something that we should maybe come back to a, a, bit, a bit bit of a later date um, and we could sit on it for a little bit. Um, but we, we do, we tend to write pretty quickly. We get a pretty sharp feeling um, when, we're, when we're writing. It's, I think it's one of their, their favourite bits of being in a band. Obviously, you get, you get all these facets. Like yeah, we really enjoy bits. going out and playing for people, which is the most important bit, making new friends, making new fans and, and all that. But being the four of us in a room and writing is, is a hell of a lot of fun as well. Yeah. Oh, the childhood dream, that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. In the school. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have a listen then to, uh, to your current single, Floyd, uh, which mm-hmm. is the second single from the upcoming album. What can you tell us about, about Floyd? Um, one of the heavier tracks on the album. Um, so it's a song about, um, about an elderly gentleman who um, can basically, um, he, he knows when people have been sinners and he kind of lurks and follows them around, um, and just when they're sort of getting the sense that they're being watched, watched, he's he's gone, I mean, like a um, like like he's a trick of the trick of the eye kind of thing, and he's and he's disappeared. And that's that's very much played out uh, in the video for the song, which you can which you can find on our YouTube on our YouTube channel. Um, it's a song written by it's all all predominantly written by Aaron lyrics and, and all. We're all Aaron's. Uh, we're all Aaron's doing, um, and it's a live favourite. We really, really enjoy playing it live. So, um, so yeah. Hope you guys enjoy it. Enjoy a good one to headbang to, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Phoenix ninety eight FM. That was Floyd by these wicked rivers. He don't come around here no more, does he? That Floyd. <laughs> you don't. You don't want him to. You don't want him to. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, with me on the phone, uh, on the, I say the phone, by the power of the web, uh, is Dan Southall from We Wicked, these are Wicked Methods, uh, drummer extraordinaire. I, 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 I always take the word extraordinaire after anything I do, it makes me sound better than I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Postman extraordinaire, uh, <laughs> chef extraordinaire. I, that's what I like about the word extraordinaire, you can pretty yeah. much put it on the end of anything, can't you? Plasterer extraordinaire. <laughs> It, 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 really, it really does give you a, a sense a sense of a sense that you're achieving something that's why i like it 
<laughs> Cashier number four, extraordinaire. Yeah. <laughs> see it taken off. <laughs> so, Dan, you are uh, a fantastic drummer. I'm, I'm no drummer, but I'm hearing some top-class drumming in your songs. Uh, Thank you very much. What came first to you as a kid, speaking or drumming? Uh, yeah, speaking, speaking came first, um, <laughs> but but it was but it was followed very quickly, very quickly by drumming. I, I, I started I started paying attention to drummers at quite a young age, and, um, and and the drumming thing actually came when I went to secondary school. It, it had started a little bit before that in terms of me watching drummers and paying attention to what they were doing. Um, but when I went to secondary school, there was the option to have they had a teacher that came in and gave sort of half an hour lessons. Uh, and my my ever supportive parents picked the phone up and said, you know, as son, son sits at home with chopsticks from a Chinese takeaway and he hits pillows <laughs> along to Genesis's live the way we walk. Oh, and we think he's got a bit of rhythm. So can you investigate that a little bit? And um, and I think I think they were right. Um, and and I've stuck right. with it ever since. So you know, I started having lessons when I was eleven, and I'm I'm thirty four now. So it's been twenty odd years. Stuck uh, at it. And I, I really the enjoy it. it uh, yeah, exactly. I really enjoy it. It's a, it's a, it's a great release of energy, and um, you know, you can really drummers can really put themselves into a show. And I think if a lot of people pay attention to what the drummers are doing, you see how much they're enjoying themselves. And that's all I ever try to project when we're playing live is that I'm I'm, I'm having a lot of fun while I'm doing it. Excellent. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it in action. <laughs> I also, you see a live band and you see the, the drummer at the end of a gig. It's a sign as to how good the drummer is. If he's dripping with sweat and looks absolutely exhausted. <laughs> That's it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it, 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 involves a, it involves a hell of a lot of energy. It's a four-limb four job back there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, if, you, if you throw yourself into it a little bit, um, and make, like I say, make it look like you're having some fun. It can class as a good workout as well. That's what I keep. That's what I keep saying to the family anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's an essential journey. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the glue of the band as well. You can tell straight away if the drummer's off. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I, obviously, being one myself, I agree. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm a guitarist so uh, you know I would want to comment but <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys just focus on wearing the people at the front we'll keep it <laughs> absolutely uh, so Floyd is the second single from your, your debut album Eden uh, we're going to yes. have a little listen to uh, the first single before you go uh, but what mm-hmm. can you tell us about the, the album uh, Eden coming up so Eden uh, Eden is out on May the 22nd if you buy a physical copy of it it's got 13 tracks on it if you buy it digitally it's got 12 the 13th uh, is a live favourite called Don't Pray For Me which was on our on our previous EP but we did a live session uh, in the middle of in the middle of last year and we oh, decided nice. to include that as a, as, as, a, as a bonus track on it um, so yeah, we, we went to we went to South Wales, a, a studio called Monkey Studios, and worked with a gentleman called Jethro Chaplin, who, as we say in the artwork sleeve, is a god amongst men. Can't can't recommend going and working with him highly enough. Um, and, and what's come out, we we think what's come out is this sort of modern modern tinged take on on classic rock with a lot of blues and southern influence in there. And we think it, we think it, it quite nicely shows everything sort of encapsulates everything that we've done in the first five years and we've we've put that on we've put those influences on a disc and they and they and we think they flow together really nicely and we we can't wait for people to hear it and we really really hope that people love it as well i can't wait to hear it myself i'm loving the artwork of this thing it looks very 70s groovy kind of artwork on it 
we're very much delighted with it. Basically, Aaron's um, Aaron's other half, Jade, uh, is a, is an incredibly talented uh, artist. Um, ah. And so Aaron Aaron went to her and said, "This is the kind of stuff we're writing. This is the kind of stuff we're thinking about. Can you? Then we're going to call it Eden. Can you do us a? Can you do us an Eden piece?" So Jade drew and painted uh, an Eden piece, um, and uh, and we've converted that. We've converted that into our artwork. So huge props, huge props to Jade, Jade Hamilton Art. If anyone wants to go and check out her other stuff, she's uh, she's pretty cool, pretty talented. Fantastic. Uh, so we're going to play out with uh, with your first single from the album. What can you tell us about this one, Shine On? So Shine On, Shine On was actually the last. Um, we um, we kind of were having a little bit of difficulty picking an opening track for the album. Um, so a couple of days, literally a couple of days before we went to the studio, Aaron comes in and says, I've written another song. I think it would be quite good as being the opening track on, on the album. Here it is. What do you think of it? And, um, and it worked and we liked it. So we took it to the studio. And then while we were setting everything up there, while Jethro was getting our levels and everything sorted, we just played it over and over and over again. And then every, every night we'd have a, a couple of plays through it. And then we tracked it last, um, and then we sort of looked at each other and just sort of said, you know what, this has got, this has kind of got first single written all over it. This has. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's just a straight up kind of new wave of classic rock, rock song, nice riff, big catchy chorus, ripping guitar solo in the middle of it. Um, and yeah, like, you know, we've been playing it live for a little bit now and people seem to be really loving it. So uh, hopefully long may that continue. Absolutely. Good one to get your rocks off too. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We shall enjoy it now. Any um, any plans to to do any isolation sessions and stuff? We've do, we've done a few already. So um, oh, brilliant! Through our Facebook page, um, through our Facebook page, John's done a few uh, a few live a few live sessions. Um, we've also been doing some other content stuff. Aaron's done some video playthroughs, some music lessons. We've got um, some gear rundowns and stuff like that. So that, that's what this one thing is. That's what this thing has enabled us to do. Whilst it's taken us off the road, it's enabled us to produce a load more content and to get people sort of seeing what what goes on uh, outside and sort of get to know get to know us a little bit better. And, and that's been the one positive to really come out of this sort of six or so weeks that we've been locked in our own houses. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to check out the, uh, the gear rundown. Sounds like yes, fun. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's always fun to hear people talking passionately about their stuff. It's, um, you know, so when, when they, when they really, when they really get into it, you, you can really see the passion in people's, you can hear the passion in their voice and see it in their eyes. And it's, I think it's always a really cool thing to see in here. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. But I look forward to seeing you and that passion live when it's possible in the near future. Fingers crossed that fingers crossed that'll be very soon, mate. Yeah. Absolutely. Good luck with the album. Can't wait to hear Thank it. Thank you very much. Cool. And uh, we're gonna enjoy a bit of shine on. Until then, no. take care. Cheers, Stuart. Thanks for having me. Thanks then. Bye. Phoenix ninety-eight FM. Go to phoenixfm.com and listen to online guest interviews. Check the events for your area and listen to great radio online.